You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon pong buwan na ito, nasa ikalawang linggo na tayo ng pagtatalakay about selfless. And we, of course, we are talking about, uh, first and foremost, is the love of God towards us. That's the basis of all love relationship. At nung unang week po, pinag-usapan natin about selfless love. Ito yung pundasyon, the very love that God has given us. That's why the Bible says, be imitators of God. We cannot truly imitate God, God outside of the context of the Bible in such a way that we cannot really love the unlovable and it's so hard to live in a righteous way but because we see we see this in the context of God's love and we see this in the context of the gospel then nothing would be impossible with God the righteousness of Jesus is with us and we grow every day on our walk towards righteousness and towards love kaya po tayo po ay nag-improve at lumalago from glory to glory. Kasi kung hindi natin titignan ito in the light of the gospel, magiging so moralistic tayo. Because no matter what we do, we cannot truly imitate God and that brings us to frustration. And dahil sa frustrations mo, ang mangyayari, hindi ka lang lalo susunod sa Panginoon. But praise God because the grace of God is always available for us. Amen? Praise God. Now, ngayon pong araw na ito, pag-uusapan natin about marriage. Sabi niyo, marriage. Yan, yan ang pag-uusapan ho natin. At marahil, yung iba sa inyo, ito na nga ba, sabi ko na nga ba, ito na lang ang pag-uusapan, baka submit-submit na naman yan. Baka mamaya, ay, uh, love na naman yan. Well, alam mo ninyo, hindi po may iwasan na sa, sa bawat taon at pagdating ng Pebrero na pag-uusapan ito. And whether you like it or not, may kahawig na message na matatamaan po ito. Pero bakit kaya laging naririnig pa rin ito yung mga bagay na ito? Kasi alam nyo kung bakit, kahit paulit-ulit nang naririnig, Ang mga mag-asawa, minsan natutulad pa rin sa kanta ni Gary Valenciano, di na natuto. Okay. Nauunawain natin ngayon, what is marriage? Okay? What is the best way to understand marriage? Because so many couples try to understand marriage based on their cultural mindset, based on what they see in the society, based on how they see their parents manage their marriage together. Kaya nadidefine natin at naiintindihan ng marriage, not in the context of God's Word and in the Gospel, but in the light of our, in, 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 in the light of our culture. Kaya naman dun ho tayo na mamali. Sa oras na ito, kaya ang katanungan ay sasagutin natin, what is the best way to understand marriage? So, pag-aaralan po natin ang salita ng Panginoon, and especially the relationship of Christ and the Church, which is the best basis for us to understand what really marriage is since God ordained marriage from the very beginning. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Basahin natin sa Ephesians chapter 5, verses 31 to 33. Sabay-sabay po tayo. 1, 2, 3. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Let's just bow down our head. Lord, tulungan mo po kaming sa oras na ito maintindihan ng iyong mga salita, especially about marriage. Hindi lamang ang mga mag-asawa ang makaintindi nito, maging sa bawat mga binata at dalaga na nagpaplanong mag-asawa. 
Lord, thank you so much that even at this point, you would like us to learn what really marriage is in the light of your word. Thank you so much, God. We honor you. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Pag-aaralan po natin, marriage is an analogy of Christ and the church. First, we're going to talk about the mystery of marriage. And second, the mission of marriage. Isa ko sa pagkakamaling nagagawa ng mag-asawa ay tignan ang marriage just between the two of them. Kapag tinignan ninyo at tinunawa ninyo ang marriage just between the husband and the wife, pagkakamali ho kayo. Because you are looking at, looking at it outside of God's love. Today, we are going to talk, talk about marriage based on the proper understanding of it with the relationship of Christ and the church. And I should say, this is the best way to understand marriage. The love of Christ towards the church, the relationship of Christ and the church. Now, there is a mystery of marriage. Doon sa binasa natin, sabi, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. The two shall become one flesh. Ang kautosan pong yan na Ephesians chapter 5 ay actually matitrace natin sa Genesis chapter 1. Doon po kinuha yun. Okay? Kinukot lang uli pagdating sa Ephesians dahil hindi nagbabago ang pamantayan ng Diyos both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Okay? Now, ang tanong rito is, Pastor, eh, kung ito pala ay makikita na sa Genesis, di pa si Eva at si Adan ay wala pang binan sa mga oras na yun? Tama ho ba? Sabi na, Pastor, napakapalad naman ni Adan. <coughs> Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, the two shall become one flesh. Wala pang parents si Adan, wala pang parents si Eva. Sa madali sa natin, wala pang binan. Eh, Pastor, eh, hindi ba yung ahas doon? Ah, hindi yon. Mali, 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 mali ang interpretation mo. Hindi yon ang binan. Ahas yon, si satanas yon. Okay, baka magkamali kayo, ha? At isa ko lang bilang pastor, sinasabi ko sa inyo, baka magkamali kayo. Okay. Ako yung binang ko, mahal na mahal ako, ha? Okay. At mahal na mahal ko rin siya. Okay. Sabi ron, there is that mystery. The mystery, this mystery is profound. Sabi nyo, profound. Sabihin, malawak, malalim. Hindi basta-basta madaling maintindihan. Kung hindi mo iintindihin at titignan sa tamang pagkaunawa kung anong ibig sabihin ng marriage. This mystery is profound and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. So the best way to understand marriage is for you to understand the relationship between Christ and the church. Then you will be enlightened. Yung dalawa na maging isa, ito'y bahagi ng misteryo. Tignan nyo ha, parang magiging mystery to. One plus one. Two. Oh, kita nyo na? <laughs> Pero sinasabi nito, the two will become one. So, there is that mystery there. Yung palang misteryo na eh. One plus one, tapos is equal to one. Eh, hindi naman kasi nga pinaplus eh, minumultiply. Di ba sabi, go ye and multiply. <laughs> joke lang, joke lang. Okay. So the two will become one flesh. There is union, there is oneness. And this is deep, this is a mystery, and it is profound. But that is actually talking about Christ and the church. So iintindihin natin, yung 
relationship ng Christ and Church para maintindihan natin yung marriage. So, tignan po natin, sandali, yung kanilang pagkakapare-pareho. Okay? Now, marriage is actually a tool of God to communicate Christ's love to the Church. That is the purpose. One of the purposes of marriage is to use it as an illustration, as an analogy. It may not exactly be the same. Let me repeat that. That's why it's called analogy. It's not perfectly the same. But there are a lot of similarities. God used marriage as a tool to communicate Christ's love to the church because it is the greatest love of all. Amen. Parang kanta, no? Okay. In marriage, man will leave the comfort of his family and cling to his wife. Yun po yung dahilan. Kaya minsan sa counseling namin, sinasabi namin, kung kayo ay kinasal na, dapat kayo ay hihiwalay na sa inyong mga magulang. Because that is a picture in redemption. Christ left the comforts of heaven and lived on earth. Now, in marriage, in ancient marriage, especially, the groom pays the dowry as a price for his bride. Alam nyo ba yung dowry? Hindi yung nagpapaputi ng damit. Down niyon. Ang pampabango ba? <laughs> Alam tayo hindi naglalabay. Okay. <laughs> diba, pwede rin naman panligo yun eh. <laughs> Alam niya yung dowry. Yung dowry, okay, hindi lang in ancient times ito. Sa mga panahon ngayon, especially among the Chinese, even among the Singaporeans, uso ito. Yung dowry is a sum of money or a property na ibinibigay ng lalaki sa magulang ng babae. Yun. Okay? Parang iniisip nyo, parang bayad. Eh, parang ganun nga, pero hindi talaga siya ganun. Okay? Parang ganun nga, pero hindi siya ganun. Okay. Then <laughs> kasi, in redemption, Christ paid the penalty of our sins that He may have us to Himself. Tayo ngayon ay nakipag-isa na kay Kristo. At the very reason kung bakit tayo nakipag-isa kay Kristo is naramdaman natin yung kanyang pagmamahal at yung ibinayad ng Panginoon ay ang kanyang banal at walang kasalanang dugo. Amen. Tinubos tayo ng Panginoon. Nagbayad si Kristo. Now, the husband is to love his wife. Christ loved the church by laying down his life, his rights, and all. So makita nyo yung similarity. Kaya kung maintindihan ninyo, marriage is not just about the husband and the wife. God used it to illustrate the greatest love of all, and that is Christ's love to the church. Now, sa Matthew chapter 19, verse 4 to 6, si Jesus na mismo po yung nagsasalita rito. He answered, Have you not read that He who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Sabihin nyo nga, one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. So that is the essence. Okay? The mystery of two becoming one. Remember this. Ang pinagsama raw ng Diyos ay huwag papaghiwalayin ng tao. Dahil nga yung dalawa ay pinag-isa. So, isa na sila ngayon. Sino ang gumawa nito? Ang Diyos. It is God's idea. Marriage is God's idea from the beginning. Hindi po yan idea ng tao. Hindi po yan idea ng batas. Hindi idea yan ng kusinong mambabatas. 
Okay? This is God's idea from the beginning. The two will become one flesh. And if the direction of marriage is becoming one, therefore what God has joined together, let no man separate. Wag papaghiwalayin ng tao. So ito po'y isang bagay na dapat na maintindihan natin because Christ is also one with the church and the church is one with Christ. And we are the church. And if we say, is it appropriate for the church to separate from Christ? Hindi. It is not appropriate for the church to separate from Christ because Christ is our hope. Christ is our salvation. Christ is our Lord. And we cannot afford to be separated from Christ. In the same manner, that is the essence why what God has joined together, the husband and the wife, let no man separate. Because the husband and the wife and their marriage is a picture of Christ's love for the church. Naintindihan po ba ninyo? Ah, naintindihan ko. Ganun pala yun. This is also the reason why we say, do not be unequally yoked together with the unbeliever. Mga kadalagahang narito, hindi kayo magagawang mahalin ng tunay ng inyong mapapang-asawa kung paanong minahal ni Kristo ang iglesia o ang church kung inyong mapapang-asawa ay hindi kilala si Kristo. How can they love you the way Christ did for the church if on the first place, He is not a believer? It takes for a person to understand Christ's love for the church, for him to understand how he is going to love his future spouse or his future wife. Ito'y punong-puno ng pagsasakripisyo. Iyon ang sinasabi ko, Pastor, eh, sakripisyo na naman ang babagitin mo eh. Eh, simula ng kasawa ko, eh, puro sakripisyo na. Kaya kapag hindi mo alam na ikaw yung papasok sa pag-aasawa, nakakala mo, eh, puro kilig moments lang. Yan, yeah, puro tumatayong balay mo kasi, kasi pinakikita ko siya Kilig-kilig eh. Kung akala mo, ganyan lang ang marriage, nagkakamali ka. Maraming sakripisyo ang nakapaloob at maraming responsibilidad nakaloob sa pag-aasawa. Now, tignan na natin yung obligasyon na yun. Dahil ang gusto ng Lord, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Okay, paano mangyayari yun? God gave the man and the woman a certain guideline for them to continuously move towards intimacy. So, being one means being intimate. Being one means being united. It's not you will lose your individuality as a man or as a woman. You still have a separate individuality. But moving towards oneness, meaning being intimate even more. Because you are reflecting something. That is the message of God's greatest love for us. Now, wives. Sabi niyo, wives. Sino mga wives dito? Tasa kamay. Yan. Okay. Okay. Very good. Parang iba. Parang ayaw na itaas eh. Okay. Submit to your husband. Sabi ko na nga ba, submit-submit na naman yun eh. Okay. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Now, makinig kayong mabuti. Since we know that submission here is not about, it's not all about slavery. Submission here is not always saying yes to your husband. You have to understand it 
in its biblical context. Submit dito, sinasabi, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. May kasamang as to the Lord. Now, papano kung yung asawa mo inuutusan kang magnakaw? Magpapasakop ka ba sa iyong asawa? Hindi. Because your ultimate submission is to the Lord. At nagpapasakop ka kay Lord dahil alam mong tama yung sinasabi ni Lord sa iyo. Amen? But generally speaking, and by default, women or the, the wives should submit to their respective husbands. Kung papanong ikaw ay nagpapasakop kay Kristo, ang ibig sabihin, provided na yung sinasabi ng husband mo ay tama. Madyan po kayo. Eh, paano kung di namin alam yung tama? Pag di naman ako sumunod, ay tatamaan ako. <laughs> because sometimes there are decisions in the family or decisions of the husbands and the wife na pinag-uusapan nila. Wala, hindi ba, Pastor, uh, lagi na lang bang sasabihin ko pagkasabi niya, uh, ganito, bibili tayo ng ganito, yes! Itong gagawin natin, Yes! Hindi ko ganun ang ibig sabihin and you can still communicate and exchange ideas. But when the husband made the decision, you have to respect it somehow. Ngayon, eh paano pastor kung mali yung desisyon? Di dapat siya naman ang tamaan. Kung nagkamali man, suportahan mo pa rin siya at mo siyang i-condemn. And I believe the husband, once you still respect him, will learn from his own mistakes. Although both of you will pay the price and will pay the cost, shoulder the cost of that mistake. But, remember this, you are also partners and you will never lose your partnership even at the point that someone committed a mistake. Diyan po kayo? You still move towards oneness. Pastor, ang hirap naman pala ng role ng babae. Lagi na lang submit na submit. Pagka sumablay yung lalaki, submit pa rin. God has put divine order in marriage so that that divine order will set precedence along the way because as you do that, you put yourself in a strategic position to be blessed even more by God because you are doing your part as a wife. God has His own way of dealing with your husband because God, the husband is ultimately accountable to God. The fact is they have greater accountability than the wife because of the position of headship. Andyan po kayo? Tumatahimik, kinakabahan ako. For the husband is the head of the wife. Now, sabi pa ng Ephesians 5.32, Let the wife see that she respects her husband. Mga wife, huwag niyong pagalitan si mister sa harapan ng tao. Ah, pwede ba, pastor? Doon lang sa kwarto. Huwag <laughs> niyong ihiyain si mister. Kung may gusto kayong sabihin sa kanya, pag-usapan ninyong dalawa ng mapayapa. Okay? So, ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng respect? It, it means give regard, honor, prefer, defer to, encourage, love and admire, Respect in your mind, heart, and your life. That means submitting yourself to your husband and respecting him is more of an attitude of the heart more than the external actions. It starts in the heart 
that you have decided as a wife to always respect your husband and to always submit to him without you losing your own wisdom or imparting your wisdom and without you losing your individuality. Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Makinig naman yung mga lalaki. Sino mga husband dito? Taas ang kamay. Okay. Para kumunti na. Malalo yata hindi pumunta nung sinabi kong itong topic. Okay. Husbands, love your wives. Sabi nyo, love. Okay. As Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. Do you understand the meaning of loving sacrificially? Ang isang pagmamahal na walang pagsasakripisyo ay hindi tunay na pagmamahal. Ang sabi rin ng sinakripisyo ni Christ, He gave Himself up for her. Mga kalalakihan, makinig kayong mabuti. Hindi mo mahalaga kung sino ang tama sa lahat ng pagkakataon. Sa amin pong mag-asawa, siguro 99%, inaamin ko na lang na akong mali. Aanin mo yung maging tama ka. Itatamaan ka naman. Kaya tama ka, paghihiwalay naman kayo, pasisira yung marriage ninyo. Sige, pagpilitan mong tama ka. Kaya minsan, you just have to give yourself up. Andiyan po kayo? That's mean, that means loving sacrificially. Sometimes you have to take the pain. You have to take the thorns. You have to take the punishment. You have to endure it for the sake of love. Love. <laughs> That's reality of marriage. And if you are not ready to sacrifice, then you are not ready to get married. Husband, you have your default. It is your primary task to love sacrificially. Kayo talaga yung magsasacrifice. Kaya alam ho ba ninyo sa survey? Ito atin-atin na lang. Mas mabilis daw kong namamatay ang mga kalalakihan kaysa sa kababaihan. In Jesus name! <laughs> Kasi mas malaki ang responsibilidad na binubuno ng mga kalalakihan because in general, ang mga kalalakihan ang nagpo-provide sa family. Ha? <laughs> greater yung sacrifice eh. Di ba? Pastor, bakit hindi ko nakikita sa asawa kong lalaki yan? Ha? Dahil pag kumakain kami, mas malaki yung ulam niya kaysa sa akin. <laughs> but kidding aside, ang mga lalaki talaga, medyo mas maikli daw ang buhay kaysa sa mga kababayan dahil ang lalaki dapat ang umaharap ng mga malalaking responsibilidad. Okay? Ang lalaki ay gumaharap ng mga panlalaki nga dapat nilang harapin. Huwag niyo si Mrs. Pacquiatin sa bubong. At pag re-repeatas kayo, nakatingin lang kayo. <laughs> Do your part. We have to love sacrificially even at the point of our death. Kung may balaman na tatama kay Mrs. Dad, iaharang niyo yung inyong katawan. Ako si Superman. Pagkasama kita. Di ba sinasabi nun, huwag niyong padadapuan sa langaw. Eh ngayon, bangaw na yung dumadapo, ayaw niyo pa It's our default to love sacrificially. 
because that's exactly what Christ did for the church. He initiated the love. Kaya nga sa kultura natin, mas maganda na ang lalaki ang nangliligaw and not the other way around. Andiyan po kayo? Si Jesus yung bumaba at nagpakita ng pagmamahal. God won us by His love. Kaya yung lalaki dapat ang nangliligaw at hindi natatapos ang panliligaw. Yung kasal, hindi yung katapusan ng panliligaw. Yun ay simula pa ng lalong mas makukulay na panliligaw. Kaya mga mister, dapat patuloy niyo at patuloy niyong sinusuyo si misis. Dahil ang responsibility niyo talaga is to really love. Eh, paano pastor, misan hindi ko maramdaman na mahal ko si misis kasi pag ko pa lamang ang ingay na eh. Kaya nga sacrificially, hindi lang love, kundi sacrificially. Eh, paano nga, pastor, hindi ko maramdaman. Basta sabihin mo, I love you. Eventually, your action will follow your confession. Because hindi naman sa lahat ng pagkakataon, nararamdaman ng pag-ibig. Most of the time nga, hindi mo nga maramdaman eh. But you still choose to love because love is a commitment. And if you understand Christ's love for the church, you will always love your wife. Because never at any time that Christ loses love for us. Lagi tayong mahal ng Diyos. Amen. And that's the way the husband should love the wife. Sabi na Ephesians 5.26, That he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Husband, we have to exercise our leadership, especially our spiritual leadership. Kaya kung meron mang unang magyayaya, dapat na magpray, magpray tayo, dapat yung husband. So sabi ron, that he, referring to Jesus, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Kaya nga dapat, the ideal situation is, yung lalaki ang mas malalim sa salita ng Diyos. At it's journey niya yung kanyang asawang babae to bring out the best in her, both in her character and even in her gesture, in her behavior. Kala nyo, mga kababaihan, madali lang responsibilidad namin ha. Kasi your wife is a reflection of your leadership. And if you say, ay, ang asawa ko, ganito, ganyan eh. That is the reflection of your leadership. They are just merely responding to the leadership that you provide. One time, somebody came to me, Pastor, yung anak ko, Kristiyano, yung babae, anak ko, Kristiyano, pero sumama sa iba, nag-commit ng adultery, kawawa naman yung kanyang asawa. Ang question, sino ang mali doon? Maaari sa unang tingin, mali yung babae. Pero kung maintindihan ninyo kung bakit ginawa ng babae yon, siya ay nagre-respond lang doon sa leadership ng lalaki. Ang tanong, tama ba yung ginawa ng babae? Mali. Walang panahon na yun ay tama. Mali ang makiapid. Pero kung yung babae laging kinukulpit, minumura ng asawa at hindi makaramdam ng pagmamahal, sa palagay mo, masisisi mo yung babae kung gawin yon. She just merely responded to the leadership of the man. Pareho silang mali, but man has a greater accountability because everything rises and falls on leadership. Yung bola, pag ibinato mo ng malakas yan sa mother, huwag kang magtaka kung ganun din kalakas bumalik sa'yo yan. Kasi ganun mo rin kalakas ibinato. Your leadership will determine how your wife would respond to you. Kung ang asawa mong babae kulang sa pagmamahal at hinahanap ito sa iba, ibig sabihin kulang ang iyong ibinibigay na pagmamahal. Kasi minsan nakabate yung pagmamahal natin sa pakiramdam. Kaya pag hindi mo nararamdaman, parang ayaw mong magmahal. 
Let me tell you, sa mga matatagal lang mag-asawa rito, I'm sure you will agree with me, maraming mga panahon, hindi natin nararamdaman na mahal natin yung ating mga asawa. Lalo na pagka nag-iingay na. Tama? Husband, tama? Sumagot kayo dyan at baka akong tamaan mamaya. There are really a lot of moments, hindi ko maramdaman minsan na mahal ko ang asawa ko, pero mahal ko siya. <laughs> hindi ko lang maramdaman minsan. Medyo kumambi agad ako dahil nandito dito eh. <laughs> pero talaga sa to lang, mahal na mahal ko siya, handa akong ibigay ang buhay ko sa kanya. Pati nga, sweldo eh, kasama eh. Yung pambuhay. Okay. <laughs> so we have to exercise our leadership as a man. Kung ang asawa mo naglolo siyang na, abay marahil, you are not providing the necessary leadership. Baka naman kuripot ka, ni makeup ayaw mong bigyan, pambili. Andiyan po kayo. Remember this, your wife is a reflection of you. Verse 28, In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. So, paano raw namin mamahalin yung mga asawang babae, katulad ng pagmamahal namin sa aming katawan? Kung mga kalalakihan, gusto nyong alagaan ang inyong katawan, gusto nyong mag-exercise, gusto nyong magpabago, siguro naman na naliligo kayo, di ba? Ibig sabihin, ganun nyo rin aalagaan yung inyong asawa. Hindi ko sinabing kayong magpaligo sa asawa ninyo. Ang ibig sabihin ko, huwag kayong maging literal, but you have to nourish and cherish your wife. Anong sabi ron? He who loves his wife, loves himself. Pag hindi mo mahal yung asawa, hindi mo rin mahal yung sarili mo, dahil kasi isa na kayo ngayon eh. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes, sabi niya, nourishes. Cherishes. Okay? Yun ang responsibilidad ng mga asawa. To nourish and to cherish your wife. As just as Christ does the church. The church is growing. We are growing because we are connected to Christ. The question is, is your wife growing through you? Husbands, you have, we have to live up to our responsibility. Pinalalago ba natin yung mga asawa natin? O laging gusto mo nasa bahay siya? Ay ako, yoko nga pag make yung, yung asawa ko, pastor eh. Kasi gusto ko, ako lang nakakakita sa kanyang maganda siya at wala nang iba. Selfishness yun. Kung magandang asawa mo, magpasalamat ka dahil dahil magandang asawa mo dahil marahil gwapo ang asawa. <laughs> <laughs> Amen? Mabigat, mga kapatid, uh, mga kapwa ako, husband, malaki ko talaga yung responsibility. Akala natin madali. Kasi akala natin, marriage is about sex. Part lang yun, pero hindi laging ganun. Subukan mo mag-70 years old, tignan ko kung uso pa yun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ay, paano kung doon lang nakabata yung marriage ninyo? Ala na! Pero sa katunayan, yung mga nasa ganong edad nga, mas lalong dapat ay nag-flourish yung kanilang relationship. Kasi pinalago sila ng Diyos sa panahon na sila ay nag-journey together in their intimacy with one another and their intimacy with God. God must always be part of the equation of the husband and the wife so that the husband will understand how Christ loved the church unconditionally, selflessly loved the church. At dami nating pagkukulang pero minahal pa rin tayo ni Jesus. Minsan ang gusto lang natin as a church is lang man humingi ng humingi. 
Si Lord naman, bigay ng bigay. Dahil mahal niya tayo, hindi dahil tinuturuan niya tayo ng masama. What I am saying is kahit na ang dami nating imperfections, minahal tayo ng Diyos. So pag ikaw ay nag-asawa at hindi mo naintindihan ang konsepto na yan, ang pagmamahal ni Kristo sa iglesia, hindi mo maiintindihan ang tunay na kahulugan ng marriage. Now, let's jump into the mission of marriage. Marriage has a mission. As I said, it's not just between the husband and the wife. Balikan natin ang Genesis 1.28. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, kaakibat ng pagsasama ng lalaki at babae, may responsibilidad na binigay sa kanilang Panginoon. Meron silang mission. That is to subdue and to have dominion over all the other things that God would entrust unto them. Sa madalit salita, may plano ang Panginoon sa pagsasama ng lalaki at babae. May dahilan kung bakit nagsama si Sarah at saka si Abraham. May dahilan kung bakit nagsama si Joseph at si Mary. It's always a noble cause. Now, kung babasahin po natin ang 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, ito pong sinasabi. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husband so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. Now, since marriage has a mission, one of the missions that the marriage has is to win people to God. Kapag ang mag-asawa ay tama ang relasyon, ang babae nagpapasakop, ang babae ay nagiging halimbawa sa mga taong hindi pa mananampalataya, nakikita yung magandang halimbawa niya, kaya hindi ka pa nag-share ng gospel, alam na nila na ikaw ay tunay na anak ng Diyos. Andiyan po kayo. It's the reality, or I should say, the overwhelming testimony that you have. That's why you have a good marriage, because maganda yung inyong pagsasama, and people will be attracted to that marriage. Sabi ng verse 7, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel. So dapat yung babalalaki, tinatrato ng tama yung babae, dahil ikaw, you're stronger and your wife is weaker. Since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Kaya ibig sabihin, maraming mga palalangin ng husband, hindi hindi nagkakaroon ng kasagutan mula sa Panginoon, you may not probably treating your wife properly and you are violating God's divine order in marriage. Naintindihan mo ba na ibig kong sabihin? God set up a divine order. And if you don't fulfill your obligation, there are consequences to it. And one of it, yung sinasabi dito, nahahadlangan tuloy yung inyong mga panalangin. Because it is like the relationship of Christ and the church. Kanina sinabi during our offering, there is blessing through obedience. Because when we obey God, it's not that we earn our blessing, it's just that's the way to appropriate the blessing of God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4. And ito po is really about the unity of the Father and the Son and the Church and the Church to God. Basahin po natin because maintindihan natin yung unity o yung union in marriage. 
There's one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. So, sa madalit salita, in short, tinawag tayo ng Diyos para maging isa bilang mga mana ng palataya na may isang Panginoon at tayo ay kaisa ng Diyos. Are you there? In the same manner, same principle applies with the husband and the wife. God called them to be one. Now, ito ngayon ang impact nito. John 17, 21 to 23, ito yung prayer ni Jesus. Okay? Sabi ron, that they may all be one. Sabi niyo, one. Sino yung tinutukoy dito? Yung church. Okay? Just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. There is a necessity for us to move towards oneness, towards unity, because that is the atmosphere that we set so that the world may believe that Christ was sent. In the same way, church, every husband and wife, you must be really one and move towards intimacy because of God's love so that people around you may believe that Jesus is your Lord. Andyan po kaya? Kung sinasabi mong Christian kami mag-asawa, Christian family kami, pero sa tingin ng komunidad nyo sa inyo, laging maraming nababasag na baso at pinggan. Tsaka maraming mga PI na PI ang naririnig. How can you be a witness to them? And how can they believe on Jesus Christ that you call Lord if you are not providing the proper testimony? Gets nyo na ba? Ulitin ko pa. Verse 22. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you love me. Unity, the unity of the church, and the unity of the church towards God would create such an atmosphere that the people of the world will be convinced that we are genuine believers and that we have our genuine Lord. Amen. So madali ang mag-witness because they see our unity and we are unity with God through our lives. In the same manner, the husband and the wife, what is the mission of marriage? For you to move towards oneness that the world may believe that the world may know that Christ was sent for them as well. You communicate God's love towards the dying world. If you think that marriage is just about you, it's just having children, having a good family, those things are good. But remember this, marriage has a mission from God. And that mission is to reflect the glory of the Lord to the world. Ang tanong doon, nakikita ba ng tao yung glory ni Lord sa marriage ninyo? Nakikita ba ng mundo na yung pangalan ni Kristo ay naitataas sa marriage ninyo? Your marriage is not just about yourself. First and foremost, your marriage is about God. It's not about us. It's about God. Yes, marriage is the picture it's an analogy of Christ's love for the church. And it has a mission. Marriage's mission is to reflect God's invitation to the world 
towards the saving knowledge of Christ. We can easily win souls to God. Even our children can be gravitated to the Lord that we have if we demonstrate our good marriage, the love of Christ towards the church and the church submission to Jesus Christ. Maging mga anak natin ay magiging beneficiary ng pagmamahal na meron kayo sa isa't isa dahil ang Panginoon ang pundasyon ng inyong pagmamahalan. Amen? Let's bow down our head. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your love for us that you gave your life on the cross so we can understand what really love is. So that we can understand how husbands should love their wives. So we love our wives because of our love for you, O God. Salamat po, Panginoon. Kung katabi po ninyo yung inyong mga asawa, can you just hold the hands of your wife? Just make sure she is really your wife. I would like the men to take on that responsibility right now. You should be the number one person praying for your wife. And if you are not doing that, you are remiss in your responsibility. Husband, pray right now for your wife. God is listening to you. Pray for your wife. Bless your wife. Don't look at her imperfections. Wag mong tignan yung kapintasan ng asawa mo, baka hindi mo siya may pagpray. Tignan mo siya na regalo buhat sa Diyos. At sabihin mo, salamat Lord, binigyan mo ko ng regalo. Thank you, Lord. Husband, pray for your wife now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. May you inspire every husband right now to pray for their wife. Because if they know how to bless their wife, you will also bless them, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Pwede po tumayong yung mga mag-asawa. Tayo po lahat yung mag-asawa. Continuously hold the hands of your wife. Sige po. Bow down your head. Yung mga hindi po tumayo, pag-pray nyo na lang po yung mga magulang ninyo. Kung sila po ay wala dito. Pag-pray nyo yung marriage nila, kung especially kung may problema sila. Let us all together pray. Thank you, Jesus. Give so much love for the husband, Lord, that they may extend that love towards their wives. Salamat, Panginoon, sa pagmamahal mo sa bawat isa sa amin. Ang pagmamahal mo ang pundasyon ng aming pagmamahal sa aming mga asawa. Bigyan mo kami ng biyaya na magawa, na mahalin. Kahit minsan sa tingin namin ay marami siyang mga kapintasan sa buhay. Salamat, Panginoon, ang pag-ibig mo ang nagsusustain sa bawat mag-asawang ito. And I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Take hold of their lives, Lord. Bless every husband, bless every wife. And let them bless one another as well. In Jesus' name, I ask you, Father God, right now, to just bestow your grace upon them. Strengthen them. Strengthen their marriage. Let your grace abound to them. Let their patience, Lord God, be there at all times. At payabungin mo ang kanilang pagsasama, Panginoon. Turuan mo silang manalangin. Turuan mo silang magkaroon ng isang buhay na nakasurrender sa iyo. 
na laging humihingi ng tulong sa iyo pagkat ang kanilang pag-asa at ang kanilang liwanag ay ikaw. Pagpalain mo po sila, Panginoon, at sa pamamagitan ng kanilang marriage, maintindihan ng kanilang mga anak ang mensahe ng pag-ibig ni Kristo para sa iglesia. At darating yung sandali, sila man ay mag-aasawa rin, matututunan nila at makikita nila yung tamang halimbawa kung ano ang ibig sabihin ng marriage sa pamamagitan ng mga mag-asawang ito. Salamat po, O God. We just honor you, Lord. Bless everyone in the name of Jesus. Palakpan nga po natin yung mga mag-asawa. Makaupo na po kayo muna sa oras na ito. Hindi pa po tayo tapos. Let's continue to bow our head. Sa lahat po, maring iba sa inyo for the first time you are here and you would like to surrender your life to Jesus truthfully. Maring iba sa inyo ay madalas na pumupunta rito but alam nyo hindi seryoso ang inyong buhay sa Panginoon. But now you would like to, to commit your life to Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If you are that person, can you just lift up your hands so I can pray for you? Wherever you are seated, don't mind the person beside you. This message is not about anyone. It's between you and God. God is looking at you today. Would you please raise your hands if you would like to receive Christ in your life? Praise God. And I'm going to count one to three. One, two, and three. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. Nakita kayo ng Panginoon. Sa lahat po ng mga nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po sumabay kayo sa isang maikling panalangin ito. Sabihin niyo Panginoong Yesus, maraming salamat po sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Inaalay ko sa iyo ang buhay kong ito. Patawarin mo ko sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin ako ng iyong banaladugo. Panginoong Yesus, ang buhay ko'y para sa iyo. Ako'y nananampalatayang namatay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli para sa aking kaligtasan. Salamat po, Panginoon.